This is Corey with Isaac. And we're going to be taking a deep dive into the two hottest main subjects about college football right now. The transfer portal and NIL deals. So Isaac, give the people a quick rundown of who you are. So my name is Isaac. I'm uh, 18. My main sport is football. I play middle linebacker, defensive end. I also play outside linebacker. My number was uh, 35 for this year. My name is Corey Winston. I'm 16. My main sport is football. My position was wide receiver, punt returner, and defensive back. I was number three for the Riverside Pirates. So, Isaac, how would you feel about how your last season at Jordan went? I feel like my last season was pretty well. I ended up having 150 tackles this season, like 89 solo, 61 assists. I ended up making it to top five in the state. I had that in a chokehold for about a month or two. Then I dropped down to 17. <laughs> it's, still, it's still top 20, though, so it doesn't really matter. So they're pretty good. What about you, Corey? The season before I was at Riverside, they went 2-8. and eight. This season that I did play for Riverside, they went 6-5. and five, So great progress. Lowest first round of the playoffs to the Southern Alamance. I had over 30 catches, couple interceptions, couple tackles. Over 500 yards. We had um, we had made it to the third round, but we lost Newburn by five. The team they didn't win at all. Yeah, Newburn is a really good team. I mean, they were all right, but we could have beat them. We just they, every team is beatable. I mean, we gave them the toughest game they had, and we really were able to beat them. But yeah. all right. Speaking of me transferring from Riverside, our first segment is going to go into the transfer portal. And what does the transfer portal mean to you? Uh, the transfer portal is when kids in college are able to bounce around from school to school and still have their eligibility. Okay. Um, the pros for the transfer portal. Um, you can, if you feel that one school is uncomfortable and it's not somewhere you want to play, you can bounce around to another school with your eligibility. Meaning, if you have four years at one school and you play one year, you could finish out three years at another school. But the only thing about that is you can only transfer one time. So it's either you you stay at that school and try to ride it out, or you use your one transfer and put all your trust in this other school. And that's really the main idea of the transfer portal. What are your personal feelings on the transfer portal? It's something that I can't personally benefit from. If anything, I'm on the back end of the transfer portal. It's hard for me to get in contact with college coaches because I'm competing with 22-year-olds that's been playing football already. And me being 16 in my senior year, that's going to be pretty challenging for me. What about you? Um, For me, it's been very challenging because same thing, like, I had a couple of schools I was in contact with, and they were telling me, like, hey, we're taking these two guys coming through the transfer portal. It's kind of hard because, you know, your competition isn't kids. It's grown men that, I mean, from the school that they came from, obviously don't really have that much experience, but they're still going to take them over you because they've been in college and you haven't. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, A little fun fact about the transfer portal. Texas A&M once lost 25 scholarship players to the transfer portal, mm. which is insane. These coaches put their trust in this this player 
give them basically money to go to school and they just transfer out. That's insane to me. I mean, another reason why that's happening is because of the, um, because of NIL. Um, NIL is name, image, and likeness. Was when a college athlete can get compensation and brand themselves. Well, a lot of these players that you see, they'll, especially like these new recruits and guys that have been there, they'll, they'll just skipping out on schools because they say they're not giving me enough money. What, yeah. what do you think your personal opinion about that is? What I, so I feel like it's unfair for the people who. In a way, it's unfair for the people in the NFL because the NIL is a fairly new thing that evolved. And, like, players like Deion Sanders, they would have gotten millions upon millions if they had the chance to get an NIL. But personal feelings, I feel like it's a great thing. I personally would love to be involved with um, an NIL brand or a brand that will pay me to promote their business. I'd love it. I can feel you on that one. I I feel like it gives you as a player a lot more control and power. Yeah. And um, I feel like even though you're playing college football, I think you'd still get paid for something. I mean, even if it's maybe just like a free meal or free clothes, I think that goes a long way. Yeah, and a lot of people, they don't have that opportunity and they're not as blessed as some people are to be able to just have that money to pay for college. So at NIL... They can put their skill. Their skill is the reason why they're going to college, and I feel like that's a great thing. Um, I feel like some cons, and that is that a lot of bigger schools have a lot more NIL money, NIL opportunities to give the players. Sort of robs other schools of chances, like you know, like schools like Alabama, Clemson, yeah, LSU, definitely. Ohio State. Like a lot of these smaller schools are just not known as big time football power five schools like. Has a whole lot of competition. Um, I feel like some of these kids kind of abuse us when it comes to, like committing and not yeah, committing. Like definitely, I've I seen saw one kid. He he told um, Florida that he didn't want to go there, and he backed up like a sixteen million dollar deal. And like that's sixteen million dollars. I mean, think about it. he's getting paid more than some NFL players, and he decided to back out back out on that uh, in hopes of a bigger deal yeah like that i mean that's very greedy that's a very greedy I and mean, the fact that florida even gave that gave them that opportunity to play i feel like that's wrong to them because they were going to give him 16 million dollars upon the money that they're paying him to go to their school yeah i mean and it's like even if you don't go to the nfl i mean you still have 16 million dollars coming out of college like that's that's a lot more money. That's than a lot of money. Anybody else is walking out in that school is coming, but um, there's also kind of like a lot of shady and fake NILs. Yeah, like there's a lot, lot of scam NILs. Like people out. trying to like push these like weird, you know, like fake products to you. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of people kind of get excited, like, oh yeah, NIL, but it's really just a scam. Yeah. Um, like NIL can. It can change a lot of kids' lives. It really can. Like. You For can. example, that's sixteen million dollars. Say that's some kid growing up in poverty. Sixteen millions, he's like, There's no possible way I can truly get that amount of money. Which I feel like it NIL is amazing because of that. One of the cons that I feel like <clears throat> like most publicized athletes, yeah. I feel like if they would look at maybe some athletes that have a really good character and 
really good players so aren't as like famous or popular. Yeah, some most athletes that are like not super public or they don't have them as much publicity as some of these other people that like are all over the internet. They are they have better character, yeah. better like, skill, yeah. but they just don't have a way of getting that much exposure as to some of these kids are on public uh public websites like Overtime, Sports Center, mm-hmm. ESPN like and some kids don't get that exposure so i feel like in a way it's unfair to some people you have to have you have to have fame going into getting an nil deal to reach a point where you're getting offered 16 million dollars i mean and that just doesn't just go for nil i mean that just goes for college recruiting in general like, yeah definitely if you, if you don't have like somewhat of a name like that you don't have to be the most famous kid a lot of these colleges won't even like look your way even though you've been beating down their door. Yeah. They just won't do anything with you. And colleges miss out on really good players because they'd rather a player with a bigger name yeah. than someone else. Let's talk about uh, recruiting. Uh, what would you say? How has your recruiting process been? Um, it's it's a pretty pretty good process. I've been talking to um really big D one schools like Wake Forest, Illinois. Coastal Carolina, Appalachian State, um, schools like that. The schools I've been trying to reach out to, they'll be, they'll talk to you for a little bit, then they'll just ghost you. Yeah, I understand. Or they didn't just kind of hit like a brick wall, and some of it is kind of like okay, you're gonna obviously you're gonna choose a guy with stars over a guy with no stars, and then but it's kind of irritating. Yeah. And for what comes to like publicity, we didn't get pushed that much. Like I know that the guys at Riverside, y'all got yeah, pushed. We got very public over there. Riverside was not a great school. Jordan was clearly better than us, but they didn't get as much exposure. So it seemed as Riverside was more popular than Jordan. I mean, and that's what happens when it comes to like coaches. Yeah, I definitely. Mean, if, if your coach, especially when it comes to like juniors and seniors, if your coach isn't like really pushing you, it's going to be very hard to get any schools because a lot of these colleges like Virginia Tech, Duke, Wake Forest, um, they'll be like, well, we don't want to hear from the kid. We want to hear from the coaches first, then the kid. So, I mean, it's kind of like that block. And, you yeah. know, if you're asking your coach to go and talk to these schools and your coach is like, well, I don't think you'll be good for this or this, and you're like, well, yeah, you if, can at least try. If you, know? you don't have a coach that's going to advocate for you, no, it it's going to be so troubling to yeah. get exposure. The co- the head coach at Riverside, Corey Lee, he did a great job making sure everybody got exposure. And it's not like it's not like one person was better than the other. If if a coach came for one person, he'd be sure to to mention everybody else's name. Like, oh, a big player at Riverside right now, Namdi Ogboku. Let's say a coach from Duke came for Namdi Ogboku. Corey Lee would make sure that Duke coach seen his brother, another player, and another player, which I feel like that's a great thing for a coach. Yeah, like our, our coach, he didn't do that. We had like a couple schools, like, well, at least our old coach. Um, he used to come through here. We have schools come through here, and he would, like, he only called maybe one or two kids up there, if that. And then they'd be like, you hear your friends. So I'm like, hey, man, this coach is looking for you. And I'm like, you're like, well, I didn't get a call. I didn't get a text. Yeah. So now you're wondering to yourself. 
It sucks, but like our new coach, Coach King, he's really helping out with our seniors. Yeah, no. Like, you know, like expose, like asked him to contact like a A and T, ETSU, a couple other schools, and he's like, "Yeah, of course, man. I mean, I get the ball rolling." So. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Well, that uh, concludes our podcast yeah, for that's, today. That's going to conclude um, this podcast. Tune in to the next episode.